You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocates Weekly Bulletin. You've got Clancy Overall, Wendell Hussey, and Errol Parker in the booth today giving you the rundown on what's been the biggest news on our newspaper um, and with our audiences this week. You might have seen uh, around the traps that the Batuta Advocate is... uh, delving into television we've been rather rather busy on our uh, new uh, TV show that'll be on Paramount Plus and later this year we're, we're in the midst of filming can't say too much right now but it's exciting isn't it gentlemen yeah I guess you know it's really one chapter ending and another one starting lots of NDAs obviously that's why we can't say too much about it but I think it's around June July it'll come out so it's not too far away actually they said we couldn't do it, but here we are. Look, we can't say much, but it's an ABC-style panel show with some funny sketches. About the news of the week. About the news of the week. And also, like, we go out and, like, do things like ask Americans, like, yes. to point to Australia on a map and stuff. And yeah, yeah, we get we get schizophrenics to give us sound bites at, at political rallies. Yeah. I love laughing at mentally ill people, <laughs> like, when they're having, like, a full breakdown. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be make for some great television. You might have seen it before, but, you know, it never gets old. Um, Anyway, what's in the news this week, Wendell? Well, big political story. Obviously, Anthony Albanese has revealed the question he wants to put forward to Parliament in regards to the voice referendum. But Peter Darton is not happy. He says we need more detail on what font the government plans to use for this voice question. Yes, the federal opposition leader is not happy with this whole voice to Parliament situation. Because for months and months, he has been asking for more detail on exactly what this referendum is going to look like and whether he can start to insinuate that people will start to have their homes taken away from them. And while the Prime Minister has provided some detail, Dutton says it's just not enough. He says, no, it's vague and Albanese hasn't even revealed things like what font he'll be using for the question on the paper. Obviously, fonts tell us a lot about the document, the person behind it, and the tone of what someone wants to do. And he just hasn't given that to the people, says Dutton. So until that happens, he just won't be able to support it. Yeah, fair enough. I think he's called for imperial font. That's what Dutton I think. Comic Sans, baby. Mm, Duster. I I have heard from a very uh, reputable source inside the Labor Party that it's actually going to be in simplified Mandarin. Okay. I think they're just doing that to stir up Peter. Consider him stirred. Some more political news down in Sydney. There's an election down there this weekend, and the big story we wrote on this, it's a um, bit of a mouthful, so I think that Clancy should me. read this out. Bear, yeah, well, Clancy's going to read it out then. Here's the headline. <clears throat> New South Wales Liberals promise that... Wait, I need a drink of water. <sighs> New South Wales Liberals promise they won't destroy tens of thousands of small businesses that once made up a bustling Sydney nightlife economy with exaggerated claims of an alcohol-fueled violence epidemic working in partnership with a billionaire who needed to redirect partygoers towards a hideous high-rise casino that his entire family's fortune relied on, as well as a struggling Sydney Morning Herald who realised that property-related articles are the only things people click on anymore in this scary world of social media, and that noisy pubs and cheerful youth do nothing but irritate the boom of property investors that their newspaper's last remaining advertisers are trying to fleece with the unchecked and unregulated overdevelopment of a once fun and vibrant international city. 
fucking one take. Thank one you. take, Clancy. <laughs> the lungs there are pretty good too. Mate, I think you're being a bit hard on Nine Entertainment Co.'s second largest newspaper there, the Sydney Morning Herald. It's actually more or less now the Glebe Morning Herald. I don't think they write news for people who live west of the fish markets down there. The Sydney Morning Property Speculator. That's it. Well, you know, aside from, you know, publications like domainandrealestate.com and all of the big... Car sales. All, all, all the big property developers who are buying ads in those rags and telling them that if they didn't buy a house immediately, if they didn't buy one of their off-the-fucking-planned dog boxes in some fucking suburb out near the fucking airport, that they were going to miss out, that they were going to miss out, then you got people at the Reserve Bank who are like, you need to borrow, 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 borrow. If you don't borrow, then you'll fucking die. And now we've got this situation where, God forbid, investors are having to pay off their own investments right now. Mm. Did you think it's funny how poker machines is the only gambling reform we're talking about in any of our major newspapers? Hmm, I wonder why that is. Is it because perhaps Sportsbet pay $40 million in ads to nine entertainment newspapers each year? I don't think that has anything to do with it. And you guys have gone on a couple of tangents there. I love reading about prefects at Cranbrook and what's happening. We're going to move on to a story that's a bit more of a safe space now. And a Queenslander has prepared the dish of her people for an office Harmony Day luncheon. Yes, a Queenslander who has suffered the indignity of having to move to a lesser southern state has prepared the dish of her people this week for her office's Harmony Day luncheon. Complete with trays of food from around the world, Jennifer Boyce Rennie of Kapalabar in Brisbane's sunny Bayside district thought it was pertinent to bring a slice of Queenslander to the shuffle alongside all the curries and stir-fries. As she said, what did I make? Party pies, party sausage rolls, some nuggets and some of those pasty things. Complete with smoky BBQ sauce and generic brand tomato sauce. Can I get a hell yeah? Look, she yes, might get... Look, you can get a hell yeah. She, she might get 10 points from you guys, but she's got 9.5 from me because she didn't have the Rosellet tomato sauce from a glass bottle. Yes. I think that's what you need. Mm. That's a little bit too ethnic for the, um, for the Queenslanders. It's not ethnic Queensland. That's more Southern European, the Rosella sauce. Mate, it's named after a bird. <laughs> Can you give her a hell yeah, please, Errol? It sounds Italian. Hell yeah, brother. Good on you, Jenny. Last story of the week, and it's a seen-to-be-believe kind of one. First-year university students can't believe how loose they are having a beer at lunch. First-year law student Gavin Hosking spoke to us this week about letting his hair down and living it up a little bit at uni in his first year. The mild overachiever broke with his own strict internal protocol and enjoyed a mainstream craft beer over a lunch special down at the uni bar, something he thought he'd never do. Crazy, right? Gavin went a bit loco and decided to rip into a full-strength beer. That was even though he had a class that afternoon. What an absolute madman. Apparently, he was feeling a bit tipsy before heading into his torts class, which I believe is some sort of law affiliate uh, mm, yeah, course. Yeah, one of those specific law things. One of those things. But he reckons it actually made his participation in that class easier. <laughs> he actually reckons he might like start drinking before like heaps of classes now. <laughs> it sounds like Wait he till might you're an be. Adult. Wait till you're an adult like me and you drink before work, young fella. <laughs> That's yeah. even more epic, Gavin. Wait until you drink so you don't go home. <laughs> Just ah, good times. Wait until you have to go to the pub just so you don't have to go home and hang out with your family. Well, hang out with yourself, isn't it, Errol Parker? Oh, well, look, I, look, don't take me back to lockdown, okay? Look, all right. So I, I do go to the pub, but I've got friends at the pub. Good for okay. you. 
Yeah, I good. Every, I hope everyone has friends at the pub. Friends in lowly places, bar staff, TAB girl, that young bloke working in the kitchen. Lowly oh, places? Yeah. All right, Mr. Newspaper Editor. All right, that's enough from us this week. Thank you for tuning in to the weekly Batuta Board, and we'll see you when we see you. All right. See ya. Have fun with your families. Thank you.